Hello, and welcome to Horror Hams episode 33, or what John would like me to call it, episode 32.2. My name is Ciara O'Brien, and I am John tonight, <laughs> joined tonight by John and Jeff. Yo, hi. And we are here to discuss the next five or six um, movies in Friday the Friday the 13th. the 13th franchise. Yeah. So, rewatching so guys, all of been, these has been, been rough. Because <laughs> some of them are pretty good, and then some of them are really bad. Yeah. But I always remember the franchise fondly, because I love the character, and I love a lot of the movies. But then there are, there are quite a few duds. I'd say about half of them are duds. I think more than half are duds. <laughs> <This is legit laughs> only two, them. Yeah, there's only two of these I even like remotely enjoy at all, honestly. That's fair. Yeah. So last episode we reviewed parts one through five, so we don't have to no, we're discuss not those again. That ever again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so why don't we just jump right into part six? Part six. Um, Pick up and sticks. let's get going because we have a lot of movies to discuss. We do. So part six, Jeff. Is, what year and who was it directed by? Yeah. So Friday Thirteenth Part Six. Jason Lives. Um, it's nineteen eighty six. Uh, directed by Tom McLaughlin. And part six shows another um, Tommy Doyle. Jarvis. Jarvis. Sorry, I'm thinking of Halloween. Tommy Jarvis. So this is the conclusion of the Tommy Jarvis trilogy, starting with part four. Yeah, technically parts four, four, five, five, and and six six are the the Jarvis trilogy. Yep. Um, And he's played by a different actor in all fucking three movies. uh, uh, Tom Matthews, uh, he's from uh, Return of the Living Dead and Return of the Living Dead Part 2. Yes, I like him. He's really good. Yeah, he's um, great as Tommy. Um, so he plays Tommy, and we pick up where... Um, not where far Five leaves off. Not where Five leaves off, but we do see Tommy again, and he's been having these terrible like PTSD flashbacks and visions and nightmares of Jason. So he believes that he needs to go to Jason's grave and once and for all like discreet, uh, desecrate, desecrate his yeah. grave and like uh, I'm assuming he wanted to like take him apart. Um, he so didn't light he, him on fire, wasn't he? No. Well, he, they, he had a yeah. giant he had spear. He gasoline, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he, had, yeah he had gasoline. Oh. Yeah, he was going to light him on fire. Yep. Well, he has a giant spear. and well, he, he just like pulls a, a metal rod off of the fence. Yeah. He stabs Jason with it. And then lightning strikes the spear and jason lives oh no so now he's zombie jason for the rest of the franchise so he is back from the dead and we don't need to recap these movies in depth so i'll just (laughs) say that he goes on another killing spree and it ends with him going to the bottom of the lake well no camp is it Camp Crystal Lake or is it another camp? No, it's Camp Crystal Lake. Okay, it's, just another it's part Camp of Crystal Lake, and you know the movie ends there, and it's now being used again for small children, and there's camp counselors, and um, there's a big battle during between Tommy and him yep. on the lake, and there's kind of a homage to part one where he jumps out of the water and attacks Tommy in the canoe. Um, just like he does in part one with Adrian King. 
Um, but it ends with Tommy putting a giant chain around Jason's neck and he sinks to the bottom of the lake and that's it. Yep. That's it. No. Uh, so I guess my main issue is, you know, Tommy goes to Jason's grave at the very beginning, but it's clearly marked Jason Voorhees. Who paid for that? <laughs> Who paid for that headstone? Right. <laughs> and why isn't everybody else and their mother going to Jason's grave and desecrating it? Why does it have to be Tommy's job, too? Yeah, what's the significance of this cemetery? Uh, yeah, right. Why would they just bury Jason Voorhees in a marked grave? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, it's a little odd. But um, I feel like Tom McLaughlin... Uh, did a good job directing this one. He kind of it's has a sense of humor to it. Um, and Jason looks great. Yeah, C- played by C.J. Graham. Who I met last summer? Uh, two summers two ago. Two summers ago at this point. Very nice man. Yeah. Very tall. Very tall man. Um, I feel, you know, Tom McLaughlin kind of took from old Universal monster movies to bring Jason back to life. and Yeah, this is a very classic old like monster movie feel to it. Yeah. Um, plus, it, it, it's kind of silly, too, which I feel after, you know, part four and five, it kind of needed a... Slapstick? Not so much slapstick. It, it, it's kind of... Like, the kills are more outrageous, I guess, in this one. This one also breaks the fourth wall, like, several times. Yeah, and, like, even really. Like, the dumb ways but yeah the beginning where it's like a james bond homage to, yeah yeah that's right <laughs> this one was well made though like i remember like the i remember as far as like the like this is another one of those ones it was only i can't remember which other one it was but there's only been a couple of these where like as far as like a quality of you like, liked four yeah fourth four i think yeah. was the other one but like this one was also like like the beginning and the opening in the graveyard the lighting was cool like there was a yeah. cool it was a cool set like yeah. i don't know it just looked neat yeah, yeah the first 10 minutes are Really great. The yeah, the first like ten scene. minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the gravedigger calls someone a fart head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite parts of this movie, um, and I'll always mention this scene whenever this movie pops up, is so Jason is supposed to be a zombie, um, and he has essentially wasted away underground. When we see him again, you know he's been eaten by maggots and he's rotting. He's decaying. You can see partial bone and then there's one scene where they kind of fucked up and i remember when we were watching the documentary they covered this and i can't specifically remember why i think in this particular scene they were using a stunt double instead of cj graham or they had changed outfits and it was a little too tight it was a different person it was a different yes okay it was a different person but the the scene where he's killing the paintball players oh yeah he's walking through the woods (laughs) And there's a shot of him, and he's, like, thick. Like, a rotting zombie wouldn't have this much flesh and meat on his bones. But there's a part where you can see his ass, like, bulging in his pants. But the rest of the movie, his clothes are loose, and it looks like he's emaciated. He's a zombie. He has no skin on him. But there's this one scene where he looks, like, plump. Juicy Jason. Yeah, it's just, it's always funny to me. That little inconsistency. Yeah, big thick rump. He has like big thighs, and then but then in the rest of the movie, his clothes are baggy. Yeah. So it's just always funny that nobody noticed that until it was too late. Right? Yeah. I, I don't, I'm assuming, you know, these were made just to get made to to bring money in. So it's just like okay, whatever, just keep going. With these, you know. What do we? Uh, I mean, I like the sheriff in it, Sheriff Garris, and then he's a fucking prick. That's yeah. one of my notes in here is like the sheriff. He's always at a fucking eleven. Yeah, and the whole, every fucking interaction with the sheriff is like a quip. He's always so like ready to come at you like aggressively with a quip. 
Yep. Like every every line is just a, like an aggressive. He's quip. so like eighties like. Yeah. And how was he, he that girl's like burnt out cop on the edge? Yeah. How was he <laughs> yeah. that girl's father? They're like the same age too. Oh yeah. Uh, so Jennifer Cook, she's Megan Garris in it. Uh, she's like the love interest to Tommy. What kind of love interest to Tommy in it? Um, she helps Tommy escape from prison and stuff. But um, yeah, they're they're close in age, totally right. The sheriff and his daughter. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. What do we give this movie? Uh, I mean, I, I wanted to talk about the the RV scene is one of my favorites. The RV scene is fun. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. He <laughs> takes the one of the girls' heads and shoves it through the wall, and it's kind of <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> silly. And then flips the RV. Flips the RV. I mean, doing that stunt alone must have been yeah, like it's like one and done type of thing. That's a good. That's a good fucking. It's a good flip. It's a good car flip. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but um, I, I feel I I like. The kills in this, some of them were interesting, uh, especially when when Garrus dies. Uh, Jason bends him backwards in it, <laughs> if you remember that, mm-hmm. which is yeah. pretty awesome. But um, for this one, I, I give this a a three and a half for me for too. Nice. Yeah, mine's a three and a half too. Nice. Yeah, I I like it. I think it's uh, it keeps the ball rolling. Yeah. John likes to say that these movies are like there's always like a twenty, 20 minute. minute part where you just like fade out and stop paying attention because because they because they get so boring um or there's just like too much extra meat in the middle of the movie but this one is like i'm interested there's always something going on it's it's very quick and i like the big car chase scene in it um Mm. yeah i i I like the characters in it um john do you have any other notes uh just we've covered up pretty much all of them um, but the girl with the suspenders on the inside of her shirt. Oh yeah, another one. <laughs> yeah, this is just like an '80s fucking fashion thing, I guess. Yeah, wearing suspenders on the inside <laughs> yeah. of your shirt for some reason. Yeah, and then um, <laughs> oh, there's a part where uh, he kills one of the counselors, and there's just the whole room is just just covered in blood. It's oh yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think that much blood is in three people, let alone one. <laughs> yeah. What do you give it, John? Uh, this one made it, this one is, is tied for my highest rating out of any of them. This mm-hmm. is also a two and a half. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, this one was like entertaining. Like it, yeah. it gets a little stupid. Um, it gets actually, it's really fucking stupid. It gets really fucking dumb, but I really did like the beginning. I thought the beginning was really fun and like, like the whole coming back from the grave and he's like all fucking yeah. maggots on him and stuff. It just yeah. like, they look cool and he, he looks I don't know. I can't. I can't even really remember. But like, this is one of the best looking versions of him in any of them. So, yeah, it's a two and a half. It's okay. Yeah, that's eh. fine. It's okay. Eh. That's fair. Um. So far, what what's your favorite one? Four is my favorite one so far. Yeah. What about you? Uh, let's talk about that at the end. Uh, I guess you're right. Okay. Yeah. Um. I definitely like part six more than I like part seven. Part seven, in my opinion, sucks. Um, I hate it almost as much as I hate part nine. So part seven came out in 1988 and it's directed by John Carl Buechler. 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 Um, and so we pick up with a whole new set of characters. What's the main character's name in this? Uh. That dumb bitch. (laughs) Um. Oh, uh, it's, uh, Tina. Tina. Yes. uh, Laura Parker Lincoln. Tina. 
That's, um, that's one of my notes in this. <laughs> so Tina is what? One of my notes in this is Tina sucks. Yeah. And another note is Melissa sucks. Oh yeah, we'll get there. Uh, Tina sucks. So she's the main character. She has superpowers. She has the power to um, move Be things with her annoying. mind. Yeah. So at the very beginning, it starts with her as a little girl. She's telekinetic. Is that the word for yeah. it? Yeah. Yep. And um, she can move things with her mind, and her and her family have a house on Crystal Lake, of course. And in the beginning of the movie, there's a scene where her parents are fighting her dad's abusive oh, towards God, her mother. Right. Mm-hmm. And she kills her dad by... He's on like the dock, and she collapses the dock on him, and he falls in the water and dies. Yep. So then we fast forward like 10 years, and Tina is... Back at the lake house with her mom and her doctor, who is a... What is he? A psycho psychotherapist of some kind, yeah. and he's helping her work through Who's her played trauma of by killing. Bernie Lomax. That's right. He's pray, yeah. Terry Kaiser, yeah. Who's who is who is that from Weekend people? at Bernie's? He played Bernie Lomax in Weekend at Bernie's. The doctor. <laughs> okay, and Doctor um, Cruz is his name. Yeah, and um, they're working through her trauma of killing her dad. So they're back at the lake, and meanwhile, they're at the lake dealing with that. There's, you know, the next house over is, again, a bunch of teenagers unsupervised by adults. Or, like, I guess they're young 20s. I don't know how old these people are supposed to be. We never really know, because they look like the the dude that she likes looks like 32. Yeah, it's the 1980s. Yeah. They could legitimately be anywhere from fucking 18 to 35 in real life. Yeah, so. you, you don't know. The, yeah. the feathered hair and the awful... The dry-haired the, cigarette skin. Yeah, dry, <laughs> dry hair. Yeah, everyone's hair in this looks terrible. The mom? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then Melissa has the best hair of all of them. It, it doesn't look like it could light on fire in any second, but Melissa's a bitch. Yeah, she's a t- stereotypical 80s bitch. She's like the slut who's trying to get everyone to bang her. She, yep. but she has the huts for like the one guy and that Tina's in she's like, yeah, oh, it's so fucking. Yeah, she likes Nick, but Nick doesn't want anything to do with her. Yeah, yeah, he basically he literally says that to her. Melissa yep. sucks. That's why. <laughs> but there isn't anything significant about this movie that comes to mind when I think of it. So my the only significance part is this is the first Kane movie. Kane has Jason. Yep. So. Kane hotter, um, and it sucks. But she basically, you know. Jason come she awakens Jason by using her telekinetic powers trying to get her dad back trying to get her dad back which doesn't make any sense because the doc fell on him they wouldn't recover his body after the doc <laughs> fell on him why would he still be in the fucking lake right <laughs> Jason or the dad the dad we're talking about Jason right now yes but she's trying to resurrect her dad from the lake right why we don't he- know that yet we don't know that you don't know that till the end we're not there yet no. We don't know that till he comes out of the lake at the end, that he's still in the lake. No, but she she goes to the lake trying to resurrect her father. Oh, I thought she was just messing around with her powers. No, she's trying to resurrect her father from the lake. But in, in turn, okay. she resurrects Jason from the lake. So, But wh- why would the dad still be in the lake? Yeah, I don't know. So, so Jason goes on a killing spree and kills all the kids next door and... Then uh, I mean, she yeah. beats him with her telekinetic powers. Yeah, and that's I I can't stand watching this movie. It, I equate it to uh, to part nine, which is unbearable. I. You know what I like about you? You hardly sweat at all. <laughs> that was one of the that was one of the fucking most noteworthy ridiculous things about this that was a quote from this movie nice <laughs> mm. who what, says it to who i i don't know i think it was melissa yeah. to 
Mahoney said no. it to fucking Lieutenant Commandant Lassard. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any other notes? Yeah, there was another piece of shit car in this movie. Like oh, that yeah. was kind of a note thing I noticed. Like almost every one of these was like a piece of shit car in them. Um, all those fucking kills were like lame and off screen. Like most yeah. of them were like lame really off-screen lame. kills yeah even the famous uh sleeping bag scene is kind of it sucks he just hits her once with yeah the, i thought he like kept well part 10 is better to a point right it's, yeah it's still kind of like all right I, I don't know yeah i thought yeah same i was like eh. yeah yeah the characters are just fucking lame and like the thing at the end where her dad comes out of the water to fucking drag Jason into the water. Yeah. Like, that's how this ends. Her dad, her fucking... I don't know if that actually happened or if it that did. was something that you're supposed to take. No. I don't know. Because that, you're right. How the fuck would he have died no, it did. It in did. shallow yeah. water? This happened right next to the because bank Because the next one starts of off lake. like that. Yeah. The next one starts off with him this back happens. in... Yeah. Right it's, the bank. Yeah, it's... Like, no, the part where her dad comes out. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, they never recovered his body after he fell in three feet of water? Right, yeah. yeah. Which makes no sense. It makes no sense. It's so fucking bad, this one. In the end, she resurrects her dad. Yeah. And he drags Jason into the lake, and that's it. Yeah. 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 Um, I guess, fun fact, originally, the the, because John Carl Carl Beagler helped uh, design the makeups for this movie, that's why Jason looks so... To to me, is the best-looking Jason is... Part seven. He does look cool. He has a chain. Yeah, that's actually head. a note I have in this one too. Is he yeah, looks the makeup's awesome. great. Yeah. Um, but I guess he de- they designed the father to be kind of like waterlogged essentially, and I guess it was too uh, like when they did the makeup, it was too, too grotesque, and people wouldn't understand that it was the father coming out of the lake to, oh, cool. to mm. save her. But I give this one a one and a half. <laughs> I yeah, I also gave this a one and a half. Yeah, I give this one a. A two, just because of it's Kane's first movie, and it, it, I like, I love the way he looks in this movie. That's um, fair. N- to me, visuals n- are important. Yeah, none of the kills are. are none of them are good at good all in this movie. None of them. Um, I think I have that mandala effect when I watching these movies as a kid watching them. I thought they were so gory. They're they're not gory almost whatsoever. all of the kills in all of these movies are off screen or it cuts away yep. or like there's so few actual good kills in any of these. Yep. Um, yeah, I fucking, I hated this one. That one seven, seven is fucking Seven's bad tough to get through. It's seven tough. is unwatchable. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough, but I'm glad we all agree on that. Yeah. Watching again. It's not good. So one year later, Jason Takes Manhattan comes out. <laughs> one of my favorites. I think it's the better... One of the better movies, definitely. So, this came out in 1989, Jason Takes Manhattan, and it was directed by Rob Hedden. Mm-hmm. And we follow a group of high school students who are graduating. Um, they are granted this trip for like their senior trip um, on this cruise liner yeah, the, smallest, starts, the smallest graduating yeah, class SS ever Lazarus. <laughs> that starts on crystal lake but somehow ends up in the ocean yeah. <laughs> which doesn't make a lot of sense <laughs> but i mean sometimes lakes can lead to oceans yeah it so, can happen via streams and rivers years so. ago i remember somebody created a, a map as to how <laughs> it would be possible and looking at the map i'm like all right that makes sense i guess so. <laughs> no. but um 
Yeah, you guys ever wanted to get a Statue of Liberty necklace as a gift? <laughs> yeah, so that's great. <laughs> that's something you buy in New York City and then you never wear it again. You just hang it on something in your room. But somebody and every steals time you it see later because like, it's so awesome. Yeah. Every time you see it, like, oh, I got that in New York City. Yeah, I'm never going to wear it again, though. <laughs> no. Yeah, it the, just keeps coming back to Yeah, like it just keeps coming back to that stupid necklace. The whole necklace is like the point of the movie. <laughs> it kind of is. <laughs> <laughs> so it follows I have the, so many notes for this yeah, one guys yeah you do <laughs> what is the lead uh, girl's it's, name uh, Rennie is it Rennie I think it is Rennie I think it's Rennie because one Rennie, of my notes yeah. is the teacher really wants to fuck yeah, her yeah the teacher the yes. English like the, the female English teacher really wants to fuck her yes you're right uh, yes they're very so Rennie is the protagonist in this movie um and she has a very close relationship with her teacher who's one of the chaperones on the ship um Yep. They have a bond. Um, and how the fuck does Jason get on the boat? So at the very beginning, there it's, it has the two kids in, in on the houseboat. boat, yeah. Yeah, and then the their anchor gets caught on Jason, who who's under the water again. Yeah, that's right. He's under and like a... The, yeah. the electrical wires there, and it fries yeah. him back to life. Yeah. Oh, yes. Remember, they were like, how... Yeah, someone just laid a fucking power yeah. cable over a body. There, yeah. like, eh, that's whatever. Everybody, yeah, oh, just Jason. Don't touch him. Don't worry about it. Just put it next to him. Don't worry about that's it. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So he beca- he comes back to life, and oh, he boards the houseboat, and the houseboat drifts to the, the SS. Liner. Yeah, that's right. SS Lazarus. It's and he called. climbs on because he wants to have a good time. Yeah, he just wants to party. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. I like this one. All the characters, uh, you hate them, but they're also <laughs> likable because they, I think they do a really good job in this movie of feeling like teenagers. So mm. I believe in this movie. I don't believe <laughs> part seven at all that they're supposed to be a bunch of teenagers. No, yeah. Part eight, I totally feel like they're high schoolers and they look like it too. There's almost nobody in this movie who lo- you look at and you're like, oh, that's a fucking 30 year old. They all look like teenagers, <laughs> which right. it, I, it's kind of believable for me and it just kind of takes me into like thinking about like me being a senior my senior trip what would have happened if something <laughs> like this occurred <laughs> you know i can mm. feel like the excitement of graduation and and being around my friends and then all of a sudden there's this crazy psycho murderer on board and and there's like a good um backstory to all of these characters there's the nerd who likes the popular chick and then there's the the fucking band punk rockers and and jj jarrett yeah and (laughs) i just i feel all of i think they do a good job at introducing these characters and making you like some of them and making you not like some of them and i love the scene with the the principal being seduced by the mean girl Mm. um I don't know. I just I, I like I think it's fun running around on a boat from Jason. You're stuck in the middle of the water. You can't go anywhere. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I like it a lot and I think some of the cools are fun, like when he kills the girl with her guitar and um it's very The metal. sauna. The sauna, yep. Um I like the, the disco scene mm. where he's chasing the girl in the and the fucking teleports <laughs> in the teleports disco. In the yeah. disco. <laughs> Somehow. Jason loves the disco. <laughs> can you can you blame him? No, I know John and I were 
having we were having a heavy conversation during this movie, and we had a lot of notes. What what are the other notes? That so you have? many. So one of my notes is that this ship is bigger than the fucking Titanic. That's right. <laughs> it's like yep. seventeen kids on this. It's like the yep. smallest graduating class of any. <laughs> not even fucking, seventeen. Yeah, there's not even seventeen kids, yeah. and it's like. But we do see kids that we they don't die. Yeah. Too. They're yeah. kind of background characters. Yeah, they're just just a fun, yeah. There yeah. is a class. You're just not focusing on yeah. them. You're yeah. focusing on like the main like six or seven yeah. of them. Yeah, it's so fucking weird. But the ship has some of, some of the features and accommodations on the ship include <laughs> a boxing gym, a four floor engine room, a disco, a linen room, skeet shooting, a full bar, a full restaurant, just so and you, a sauna. Just so you know, like. The cruise we were on had all of those things. Yeah, you were on a fucking ocean yeah. cruise. This boat's not that This big. is like a dick boat on the fucking <laughs> middle of like Bum Lake. Well, you did see the outside of it. It was a decent size. Yeah, but it's a decent yeah. size. But like when you get inside of it, it's like that fucking scene in Loaded Weapon where they, they're outside of his trailer and they go in and it's like a oh, palatial yeah, mansion. Right, yeah. It's like a fucking ridiculous. They like, have like all these things, restaurants, right. bars, a boxing room to keep the people on board right, entertained. This like, was like that's a, the point. Dinky little. Yeah, but it's like. Yeah. The, but it's like a shitty little dick boat. Like it's a little. It's like not. <laughs> it's so ridiculous for what's inside of it. It's like it's like a cartoon. It's like you walk in and it's like like a fucking bag of holding. It's like yeah. fucking just in <laughs> infinite space. It's fucking weird. That's fair. Yep. That's fair. What else you got? Um, the teleporting disco kill was a big thing. Yep. Um, the part where the girl's in the shower and she gets out of the shower and she's not wet. She's oh like, yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um. The fact that she keeps like hallucinating Jason, right? So uh, we see Jason as a little boy in this. It makes no but he's fucking a, sense at all. Chubby little f- kid with hair that looks Asian, right? And he has hair. I thought he looked yeah. Asian, but at one point too, we see like the the mongoloid Jason too. So she keeps hallucinating different Jasons. Yeah, and like the whole point of it is is like. She, her uncle Charles, who was like the one who's fucking spearheading this trip, who's like the principal, like takes, took her when she was a little girl into a canoe into the Crystal Lake right. and fucking threw her off the fucking boat to try to teach her to swim. Just like say fucking swim or die. <laughs> and while she was under the water, apparently right. like she small, small kid, Jason tried to grab her, her, but he, that would have been in 1947, right. <laughs> which makes no fucking sense. Yeah. Cause this takes That's place right. in like 1980 fucking seven or eight. 89. So like. It makes it make sense. no fucking sense no, at all. It makes no sense whatsoever. Um, and like, you can't think about it too hard or your head will look Yeah, it's like a fucking, much. it's like quantum fucking physics. It just doesn't make <laughs> sense. Um, yeah, like uh, <laughs> the part where the fucking thieves, like they get, the part where they get to fucking Manhattan. Oh, so, so the yeah. ocean liner sinks. Because Jason point. causes havoc. Right. And the main characters who are left who haven't been killed on the boat get away in a little raft, safety raft boat. Yep. And they dock in New York City. And obviously Jason follows them. How does Jason get there? He swims. <laughs> yeah. He fucking, he's, he's invincible. He's a really good right? swimmer. No, not anymore. He just spent fucking six years under the right, lake. I guess you're so right. he's ready gone. to fucking swim fucking 56 miles to shore. And does he just walk in the bottom of the ocean? Apparently. Yeah, I guess so. No, I, I see him backstroking yeah, and like breaststroking. Breaststroke. I see him all of that. But yeah, we get to New York City. Um, and. Um, and then. Uh, go ahead, John. Yeah, there's a scene where the, the surviving group of kids and the principal and the teacher there, they get robbed by these like heroin addict thieves, and <laughs> they take the girl 
like Rennie, they take the main girl and like they're gonna rape Hostage. her. And like they fucking shoot her up with heroin against and, her like, will. Against her will. Yeah, yeah, and like they're gonna rape her, and she's all like high on heroin, and like it's no just, heroin like, addict would give you their heroin. That shit's yeah. expensive. It's weird. But, but plus, it's just a used needle as well. Yeah, it's it's just like but, a, like no no no, no drug addict is gonna can, can hold you somebody, down against yeah. your will. <laughs> Especially if they want to rape you and yeah. and give you drugs. <laughs> the and best I part love... is like they they stole her fucking list Statue of Liberty necklace. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. that was so meaningful. Yeah, but I, I love movies. Make I just want to point out how difficult it is as someone who has to find veins and draw blood all the time and give injections. It's very difficult to find a vein. It's not as easy as the movies make it seem. And he just holds her down, takes the needle. And sticks it in her arm. You have to find a vein to I mean, do that. that guy, you need te- to... Technically, that guy is a pro. <laughs> Which, he would it's be. Just, it's it's so silly to me how uh, they didn't they didn't hold off or anything. He just sticks it in her arm. And this and... movie gets fucking so bananas once they get to New York. The best part of the whole movie is the kill scene where Jason and one of the students Julius. are boxing. Julius. Julius. They're boxing and he's hitting Jason so hard he's making his fist bloody because he's hitting his mask which is so stupid. Why wouldn't you like <laughs> that rip always, it off? Yeah, that always annoys me in movies when like someone's wearing like a mask or a helmet and you see someone punching him in the yeah. face. I'm like, why would you do that? Yeah. And then like he does this for like five minutes and he's all tuckered out he's breathing heavy and then jason just winds up and hits him <laughs> once and knocks this kid's head off and it just goes flying <laughs> it's, it's great <laughs> yep. it goes into a dumpster it's fucking great i love that part yep um, that part is fun yep it's the best part of the movie um and then the movie ends with jason chasing rennie into the sewer dude with, with uh sean and Sh- and with sean and a giant wave of sewerage comes and drowns Jason. But back. turns him into a fucking kid again. Yeah, it makes him a child The ending again. of this is so fucking bad. And then what? Does he disappear or does he die? He, t- he turns into a little kid and like his yeah. hand goes under the water. Yeah, and then what I, happens after he's a kid? That's it. That's he, it. He like vanishes. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yep. And then Sean and Rennie just go into the street in Times Square. And they it? go to the Empire State uh, Building and yeah. start sightseeing. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> They get into an Uber, <laughs> and then they go to the Statue of Liberty, and yeah. and uh, they go to Times Square, yeah. and, and all the other fun SpongeBob things. And, we, musical. and then, then we see their uh, whole relationship blossom, and then they buy an apartment in New York City, and, yeah, and, and they then, live there, and they tell and then, their children about. And he Jason. gets a job at Wall Street and loses it, and <laughs> commits suicide. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and then Rennie's a fucking closeted heroin addict. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's that. She has hepatitis from using the needle. She's oh, pretty man. okay after that. She doesn't really act like she's on heroin no uh, not at all she's just not nodding off or she's like running around yep she's running around she's fucking cool for someone who's on heroin <laughs> for the first time yep um i think the movie's wacky and and fun so, and there's a scene in the diner uh if you remember uh jason like crashes through the diner and uh ken oh, kersinger right. is there ken oh. kersinger is the cook and and kane hotter kills him that's cool. Ken so. is um, the actor who plays him in Freddy vs. Jason. That's right. Which is cool. Yep. Um, but I love this movie. It's fun. And I'm never bored during it. Um, 
It's another one. How I feel about six is there's something always happening. Like, oh, we were on a fucking boat for half the movie, but then <laughs> now we're in New York City, running around the streets of New York City, and there's heroin and fucking <laughs> necklaces getting stolen and heads getting punched <laughs> off. And I don't know. I just think it's interesting, and I enjoy it as much as I enjoy six. I give it a three and a half also. <laughs> um, so they, they film most of the outside scenes in Vancouver, I believe. And they only have one scene in Times Square, That's which fair. I remember when I was a little kid watching Entertainment Tonight. <laughs> they, they were behind the scenes on Jason Takes Manhattan. And I w- they shut down Times Square to film this, I guess. And it, it was like uh, like everybody watching and, you know, everybody who saw J- it was like a sea of people just cheering. For it was Jason. a fucking phenomenon yeah, back then. It, was like, it really was like a icon like he's yeah. an iconic character yeah just which after watching insane. these fucking movies i have no idea yeah. how that happened they, they shut down Times square <laughs> just for that one scene it's pretty crazy um yeah i give this one a I, I i do appreciate this one um i i do some i do dress up like jason occasionally because i'm yes, a dork <laughs> we cosplay and when we go to horror movie conventions, Jeff and I in the past have, I've dressed up as Freddy. He did my makeup wonderfully um, as Freddy. And he has an entire costume for Jason. For, yeah, for part eight. For so. part eight, which yeah. is awesome. Yeah. And it, it's so authentic looking and people always want to take pictures with him. So yeah. it's pretty awesome. Yeah. And so I, I, I do have a fondness for it. I know John didn't like the makeup or, or look in this one, but I have a fondness for it. No, he so. said he did. You, I remember I, you I, saying he looks wet. It's cool. I, I liked, like, I think, he, I don't know. I think he looked kind of boring in this. Like, I, I get, like, they're kind of going for, like, the EC Comics, like, wet zombie yeah. look. But, yeah. like, I don't know. I, I didn't like it as much in this one. I, I thought it was one of the weaker ones. It's so weird how they it goes, like back and forth yeah, between like being yeah. i i didn't i didn't love it i didn't hate it it's not the worst looking one but it's it's also not my favorite by by yeah. any means what do you give this one john uh i give it a two um mm. but i think this is really fucking bad like that whole thing at the end where like a bunch of toxic yeah. waste just comes through the sewers <laughs> for some reason turns him into a child and she she sense. fucking yeah she apparently is She's apparently a 60-year-old 60, 60 teenager because she saw him in 1947 <laughs> as a kid. I was like, yeah. none of it makes any fucking sense. It's nope. it's so fucking, it's just like, it's so dumb. It's, um, literally, they probably made it up on the spot, man. And it's again, like the kills in this one, like, you, you don't yeah. really fucking see anything. It's nope. like, I don't know, like, it, it's just, the the later, these later entries get like, I mean, none of them. I can't really say. Like, they're all kind of the same, honestly. Like, it's like that through all of them. But yeah, this one, I don't know. I did like the part where the dude gets his head fucking punched off. That's yeah. fun. And like, yeah. there's a couple fun things in it. But yeah, this one's a two for me. Not, not the biggest fan. Yeah, I give this one a, a two and a half. Two and a half. Just, I, I, I like the premise of it. It's silly. And I like Kane as Jason. So that's it. Fair. It's funny. You can always tell. Maybe just me. Um, looking at all of the actors with you know all of their outfits on their hockey masks on which character is like which jason is kane Mm. he has a gait yeah and he has the shoulders you can tell it's him in seven eight nine and ten just from meeting him in person so many times seeing him in person that's his body it's so funny i um Mm. yep it's 
And then especially being able to see kind of the back of his head in part 10. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm just like, that's Kane. That's not... I don't, yeah. I don't see him as Jason. I see him as Kane because yeah, no. I've met him so many times and true. seen him in person. Yep, that's uh, very true. Like I said, I give this a three and a half. I, nice. I like it. I'm sorry that you guys don't. No, it's all right. I, I, I enjoy mean, it. Yeah, these are all, it's all fucking super subjective anyway. We, so. we do have the, so the, the poster for this originally was Jason oh, yes, slashing please. through the I Love New York yeah, logo. I remember that. Which we have uh, hanging up which in was our later retracted. living room. Yeah. Because that was a trademark thing, right? Correct, yeah. yeah. So... But we have it in our living room signed by Kane. Which is cool. Yeah. You know what we can all agree on is what a piece of shit the next one is. <laughs> Fuck is nine a fucking bismal. So before we go into that, Jeff, explain <sighs> the whole Paramount to New Line thing and why it's called Jason Goes to Hell and not Friday the 13th. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so, uh, so everything up until part eight was Paramount. So... Paramount sold the character rights of Jason Voorhees to New Line. Um, so just Jason Voorhees w- was, you know, being able to u- be used, not the Friday the 13th, because Friday the 13th is, was owned by Paramount, I think, at the time. And uh, now there was a big giant court case and Sean Cunningham and the original writer, Victor Miller, uh, so I think Sean still owns the Jason rights, whereas Victor Miller owns the Friday the 13th rights. Such a clusterfuck on these movies. So, yeah, that, and that's why it's called Jason Goes to Hell. It's not Friday the 13th Part 9. It's Jason Goes to Hell, the final Friday, it's called. Which is silly. So um, it came out August 13th, 1993. And who directed it? Yeah, it was um, Adam Marcus directed it. Um, <sighs> so what I, so going into this, I have a lot of notes. So about do this I, one. yeah. This, I need to look at all of my ratings, but I'm pretty sure this is my lowest one. This, I think this is, I think for myself as well. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I hate seven and I gave seven a one and a half. Uh, this is a one for me. Um, and honestly it's only a one because of how Jason looks and Freddie's little thing at the end. That's why this oh, yeah. is a one for me. Sure. Um, we go into this movie. So Jason, what, fucking disappears, drowns, gets swept away by sewerage in part eight. We don't really know. Yep. Um, yeah, he just, he just yeah. he turns fucking, into a kid and he's disappears. inexplicitly resurrected and returns to Camp Crystal Lake. Yeah, yeah, so all of a sudden in part nine, he's alive and well again and killing people with no fucking explanation as to how. And he looks completely different. Like... Yeah burned experimented on i don't know what the hell is going on with his head but he does not look anything like he does in eight so i don't know but he's alive and killing again and five ten minutes in he's chasing this woman and uh we find out it's a setup and the police are we they baited him with this naked woman who just got out of the shower and waiting for him in the woods they gun him down and um blow him up blow him up (laughs) essentially so there's that. And then, and then what happens? Um. So Jason's body parts are taken to the morgue and the person examining Jason um, ends up eating Jason's heart. Because he's obsessed with... It possesses him. It possesses him, yeah. Yeah, just like... It starts beating again, yeah. which is cool. I like that. Yeah. Because... Um, um, K- Kane B did the makeup effects for this movie. Um, and then we just follow, I mean, the next 90 minutes 
essentially are him, his soul, uh, I guess, or his his blood, his him, his being going in and out of other people and having them do the killing for him. So I mean, um, it's a weird little it's slug so demon yeah thing. that is supposed to be him. And he's always trying to, like, he just takes, like, all this movie does is introduce you to series after series after series of new characters, kill them, and then introduce series after series and series of new... It's just a continuous fucking roster of people coming in and out of this movie just to be hosts for two seconds. Mm-hmm. Like, why doesn't he just stick with one fucking body? It just, he keep, he po- he'll, like, go into a host and then just fucking go into, like, another person. Like, that's all this is, is him just, like, finding people to spit, like, a adjacent parasite into. Yeah. And, like, he's in this movie for the fucking beginning until he blows up. And then it's just random people as Jason with, like, a Jason parasite in him. Which is why I never liked Nine. Because he's not really in it. Um, but you can see Jason, his reflections are um, in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then he shows up later at the end in full fucking costume because somehow... So some of the notes I made about this, I have quite a few. So the first one is, like Jeff just said, um, because whoever directed this movie thinks that the, the audience is a bunch of idiots, they have to show you Jason in the mirror so that you know, oh, he's now in somebody. Yeah. That's him doing the killing. He's possessed them. But it's so funny because, like, what the fuck is he, Dracula? <laughs> Why can you, like, what? Or reverse Dracula? Yeah, Why can you only Dracula. see him in the mirror? <laughs> yeah. That, like, what? Where did Why? that come from? Why? How is that even possible? And people can see his reflection as Jason. It's so dumb. It doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever. It's so dumb. It's, it's so weird. And then the next fucking scene, we see... Okay, we see three people camping, right? So this really got to me. So <laughs> there's a couple, right? And they're going at it. But also their friend came along. So she's just third wheeling. And like... It's so uncomfortable. So the three of them is a couple and then a woman who's friends with the woman in the couple. They all go swimming naked together. Mm. So I don't know. That's just a little weird to me. I wouldn't bring like Heather to go skinny dipping with me and Jeff. <laughs> that just wouldn't happen in any yeah, world. She's going to go. She's going to go. Heather's going to go. And then this poor woman is just like, Oh, you guys can have the tent. I'm going to sit outside and listen to you fuck. Right. Like, well, there's definitely something going on with that group of people anyway. There's like a little fucking group thing going on, obviously. So. I guess. Yeah. But. Well, she wanted she, the main. So the main character, what's his name? One of the main characters. Um, he's the most unlikable protagonist Steve. in all of these movies. His name's Steve, and he wears a varsity jacket even though he's like 42. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. any fucking he's got sense. glasses. He's a fucking dork. Um, he looks like fucking. Um, she he wanted, looks like Squeak from ba- Basketball. Yeah. <laughs> she wanted Steve to join, but Steve was like, nah. nah, that this is. Steve is the main character, remember? She he picks him up hitchhiking. She, she was like, come oh, camping yeah. with us. And Steve was like, no, I can't, I can't. And then that's how we meet Steve. Yeah. I just watched this last night. I barely remember a fucking thing about it. <laughs> because you're probably sleeping. Uh, it's. I wrote down so much bullshit for this one. But like I said, the next lo- 90 minutes, however long, is just him meeting new people and going inside of new people, meeting new people, killing them, going inside of them. Yeah. And one of the best ones is, well, the three of us just watched this before we recorded because um, I wanted to make sure John caught this scene. <laughs> um, when he's inside the 
The coroner, is, yeah. Okay, the coroner. Do we not know his name? Uh, I don't know. No one has a name. I don't when know, I don't know name When he's inside the coroner, he captures another man, ties, uh, like a police officer. ties him to a table, shaves his mustache off. Which doesn't make any sense to me. And yeah, his beard. See, yeah, he sits him down for like a year. He like lathers him up. He like yeah. gives him like Shaves a straight razor shave. Like a barber would. Yeah. How and would then, Jason know how to do that? Yes. How would Jason know how to do that? Like it's something Jason would never do. He doesn't do silly slapsticky things like that to like scare them before he kills them. He yeah. just literally doesn't even think. It just bludgeons people to death. Why is he shaving them? So he know. shaves this man's face, and then he <laughs> leans over and tongues him and, and puts the new being into this man. Yeah. But my question is, why is he even doing that? The only thing I can think of after we watched it... Why does he need to keep body it? hopping? Yeah, it doesn't... It makes no... I think it's really just to pad the fucking movie because it's so weak story-wise. I think they're just trying to fill it with, like skills in quotation marks right. why can't like, he just do what he needs to do in one body and be done with it because i don't yeah. think there'd be a movie otherwise no. and like if you remember like the premise is once they once they did the reveal on this one i fucking like there's like this bounty hunter in this one as well who's Creighton like duke yeah who's like who has like one of the greatest lines character ask me what i think of when i think of when it's jason Voorhees. what do you think of jason Voorhees? i think of a young a little girl in a pink dress sticking a hot dog through a donut what is I don't know, but we it's... We said uh, that last night. Yeah. We're like, what does that mean? It's I don't know, but it's a line in this movie. Um, so, what does that... What, is, what do you think it means? I, it's, I don't know. I, I don't know. Jason's a, supposed to be a pussy? Like, like, or like a little girl? Like, I, I don't know. Even though Jason killed... Two, they quote 200 people in this. No, they said that Oh, part. no, that's Jason X. Jason X. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but I wish yeah, this we one had was counted... I think. This I wish we 93. Had, 93. I wish we had counted um, all the kills in these movies. I'm mm. sad that we didn't. I'm sure we can Google the yeah, number of on, on-screen kills. Yeah. yeah. Um, and who killed more, him or Freddy? I would love to know in these <laughs> movies. But um, <laughs> but uh, Creighton Duke is just in the movie for... He tells you what's happening in the movie. That's this whole movie. Like yeah. Literally everybody in this is just a vessel for padding the movie, honestly, and putting in like exposition. Like... Him, he's he's at like a diner and he's like talking to the the waitress there and it turns out it's Jason's sister yeah, and Gray, she yeah. and he, Jason's trying to kill her because she's the only one who can kill Jason because of a bloodline and they have some special dagger mm-hmm. and then he Which kills the so daughter he kills the, yeah he kills yeah. the waitress but then the waitress has a daughter who also has a baby <laughs> so it's like. It's like a fucking another line of Voorhees that can only... They're the only ones who can kill Jason. And it's yeah. like... It's so fucking stupid. It's just stupid. like... At what point did Mrs. Voorhees have another child? And why have we never heard about yeah, well, Jason having yeah. a sibling? Because... What happened to that kid? She's just in the woods that whole time too or something? Yeah, right. Like, right, right. Exactly. And, and when Pamela's killed, who takes care of... Is her name Jamie, you said? The sister? What's the sister's name? Jessica. Jessica. When Pamela's killed, who takes care of Jessica? Yeah. No, Jessica's the daughter. They tried to introduce, like, that's a... Oh, th- Jessica's the daughter. Oh, what's right. This, it was... What's um, the mother's name? Uh, um, God, I don't know. Where's But Jason right? has a sister. So what happens when Pamela's beheaded? Who's taking care of the sister? And, like, where'd oh, she uh, grow Diana. up? Thank you, Diana. Where'd she grow up? So this doesn't make any sense, and... Pamela was so upset about her son dying. Yeah, you have another kid to take care of. Why are you not focusing on your other fucking child? Right. It's just like made up on the spot nonsense. Yeah, they tried to like 
put like a legacy into it and it's like you can't do that in the fucking ninth movie it's like way too late to be like, like trying like, to retcon something like that it's, it's like so weird it's but, so similar to halloween and how oh, they yeah. gave oh yeah the little girl in halloween um what's her name danielle harris mm-hmm. to be his niece yeah. so ridiculous yeah. so um yeah i i think it's stupid uh, so he kills his sister diana and then realizes that, oh, Diana has a daughter, a niece, and then she has a child of her own, so I need to go after her. So then we watch that for 20 minutes. No. And Steve, being the good guy that he is, is trying to save Jessica because they were together at one point, they had a child, and it never goes into why they separated or why he's never met his child before. Because he says that he's like, this is the first time I'm, I'm seeing my child. Why? Yeah, yeah. And, the, and she's convinced that he killed her mom because yeah. he... <laughs> she doesn't believe him yet about yeah. how there's Jason is going in and out of bodies. This, now that we're talking about it, there is so much going on in this one, there's and none, lot, none of it's good. Like no. It's such a convoluted clusterfuck. My... My thing, Jesus. it keeps going back to Creighton Duke, man. How does he know so much about the Voorhees history? Because the movie needs him to. And at the very yeah. end, too, when Jason's going to attack Steve and Jessica, uh, Creighton uh, puts the handcuffs on him, on Jason. And he's like, remember me? Like, <laughs> no. no. How? <laughs> How do you, why? Did he interview Jason at one point? <laughs> How does he know so much about the family? And it's so funny because he kills him instantly. Yes, so we see, we think that there's going to be a huge showdown Which, between them. No, nope. yeah. Jason just like Which, annihilates him. Goodbye. Should have been. Should've and been. like when when he meets Steve in the jail, like there's a point where Steve gets arrested and he meets he meets Duke <laughs> in the fucking jail. Mm-hmm. And Duke's, Duke's like, like, I'll give you information, but I need to break your fingers. You. Yeah, and he winds up like breaking two of his fingers, and he does it so that when he cries for help, the guard comes and he can act like he's hurt, but it's like. He could have just pretended he was hurt and he didn't really have to break his fingers. So, it really, like, nothing about this makes any fucking sense. It's so, like, nothing in this movie makes any sense, including the part at the end where, like, Jason is always somebody else. He's always another person in this. Like, it's never Jason. But at the end of the movie, there's, like, a scene where, like, he's off camera for a second and then he I'll comes go back. I'll into that. I yeah. think you weren't paying attention. Was I not? I don't I, think I might so. have one of the times when my brain just shut off. <laughs> yeah. So, um,. There, there's a reason for that. So, um, but we're not there yet. So, okay. one of the things I wanted to mention before that scene is, um, so Steve goes to the Voorhees house, which I know you said was stupid, but I like seeing the house that Jason grew up in because we've never really seen that before. We've never seen the house he grew up in with his mom. I like taking a peek in it. What I don't like is how long we spend in this house. And that's then, not the ninth one. That's the fucking remake. No, 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 no. We're in the house of Jason in most of nine, where they find the Necronomicon. Are we really? Yes, so that's, that's the, Voorhees the Voorhees house. house. Oh, my God. So I think God. you just were, like, yeah. tuning out because it was so bad at that, that point. Oh, wow. House. Yeah. My fucking mind was trying to protect me from something. <laughs> yeah. um, but Holy yes, shit. So we find the Necronomicon in his house. Steve finds it and kind of looks through it, and then we brush past it and don't go back to it. Um, but it's really interesting because at one point there were talks of doing an Ash versus... Jason versus Verse Freddy, because yeah. there was a comic book and they were going to make a movie, but they just never did because New Line owns all three of them or did at one point um, until they lost the rights to Friday the 13th. Yeah. But at one point there was supposed to be a movie, which is like a little homage to Ash. And Jeff said this to me earlier. It's maybe supposed to make you think, okay, 
is Jason undead and doing all this shit because his mom found the Necronomicon and brought him back to life? Yes, I'm reading something here. In 2017, that director came out and said the Necronomicon's there because Pamela Voorhees makes a deal with the devil by reading the Necronomicon to bring Jason back to life. Jesus that's Christ. fun. You don't think that's fun? <laughs> it ties the worlds together. <laughs> John's oh. like, kill me. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I like that. I love when movies cross over. Um, but yeah, I wanted to mention the Necronomicon because I love the evil dead and we have the Necronomicon pillow in our, (laughs) in our living room. So more on what Marcus said. So the Creighton, uh, Creighton Duke's backstory is, uh, Duke was on the lake with his girlfriend, Jason capsized their boat, killing the girlfriend. And then Duke vowed revenge. Uh, and he spent his life studying and the pursuit and pursuing Jason. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So a backstory. You'd be uh. pissed too if you're about to get your dick wet and then some dude kills your girlfriend. Also, <laughs> one of the original ideas for this movie pitted Jason against the L.A. gang. Oh my god. <laughs> well, he would have won, right? <laughs> what? Yep. Jesus, they were fucking. They were just running on fumes at this point with the series. So. <laughs> What do you guys give this movie? I'm not done. Oh, okay. Listen, I have four more bullet points that we need to discuss. Keep going. Yep. Um, So at one point, Steve gets thrown out of the car when he's in the car with Jessica trying to explain to her what's going on. And she thinks he's insane. So Jessica boots him out. (laughs) And okay, I don't know if you caught this part, but so she boots him out of her car and he just lays there in the sand he's literally like face down because he just got thrown out of like a vehicle and he's just laying on the ground she drives away to because they were in the middle of nowhere she drives away to civilization goes to the police station and starts telling the police officers what happened she thinks her ex is insane and has killed people has killed her mother so the cops go out to where she left him. So all of that must have taken, what, a half hour, 45 minutes for her to get there, explain her story, the cops to go find him. 45 minutes to an hour later, he's still laying in the dirt. And yeah. the cop car pulls up behind him. <laughs> he's still... Uh, he's got, he's got, he's, he Randy. gets unconscious pretty easy. Yeah. He's still laying in the dirt. <laughs> so he just, he's getting up as the police officer rolls up. Me and Jeff are like, what the fuck? Did, he, did the, the, yeah. the cop like time jump? <laughs> Why is he still laying down in the dirt in the make dark? Any sense. Yeah. It makes, I don't know. It just and makes no sense. What is Steve's relationship with Randy too? They're, they all seem buddy buddy, but yet they, well, they all beat like, each other up. They all yeah. grew up in the same town. Uh, I guess. Yeah. They all know the same people. Yeah. And yeah. Um, we haven't even gotten to the diner scene yet. Oh, please. Yeah. So the diner scene is half in <laughs> slow mo. Yes. Oh, yeah. There's a huge battle where Jason shows up to the diner to kill the baby because the baby's being babysat there. Yeah. Um, And that whole fight scene is in slow motion. And I, I note at one point, all they keep doing is shooting him. And it's just like, do we not know by now that that hasn't worked? Like the entire diner scene is them shooting at him it's like 10 minutes it's like when yeah. are you going to give up and realize that you need to do something right. other than They're shoot bullets shooting at him, him with a shotgun too yep. yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't do anything to him like wouldn't it blow his arm off or his head no <laughs> yeah because we see him getting shot by regular bullets right. like a handgun yeah and then we see him get shot by the shotgun, shotgun yeah. and this it's literally the same explosion right. <laughs> it, it, it it makes no no difference and i also wanted to note that leslie jordan is in this movie who i love and have a fondness for because i grew up watching will and grace he just passed away 
Um, but but I love Leslie Jordan and he plays a little cutie in this. He works at the <laughs> Pookie. diner. Pookie, that's right. <laughs> um, but the diner scene is ridiculous. And at the end of the diner scene, um, Jessica finds a machete. I don't know if you saw, oh, yeah. but the machete is hanging in the most awkward position on the wall. It's like on the door frame. It just, it just falls. Yeah. Someone's fucking head <laughs> falls off the wall. It's yeah. just like hanging on the wall in a weird position. And part of the holder for the machete is literally on part of a door frame. Yeah. So like someone could just like, like why is that there why? <laughs> in the first place? I don't know. It's very, very, yeah. Um, and then there's one part where there's like a nod to the thing because in yeah. the basement of the Voorhees house, there's a giant crate that says Arctic Expedition. And it says uh, Julie Julie Carpenter on it. Oh, God. Like, what's that about? <laughs> Fuck you, movie. Well, because, I'm assuming because of what's happening in the movie, like you don't know. You know They're just trying to fucking reference better movies yeah, than the one we're exactly. watching. You don't know <laughs> to make like, you what's what. Type think of, of better movies. Yeah, and the, when the little creature is running around the house at the end, it's definitely reminds us of Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> so that part. So finally, remember the creature comes out of the host. It's yeah. like a little mini Jason. Yeah, but it's it like a goes, little fucking weird, like Boglin. Oh, yes. Yeah. It goes into the body of the mother, who is his sister. And that's why he's reborn. He can turn back but, to his normal self. But why does that's he, why he jumps through the floor. Why does he floor. come back wearing a fucking jumpsuit and a hockey mask? Yeah. Why does he look exactly <laughs> like he did when... And none of it makes any sense. No. That's well. That's that's why he comes back out looking like. Does she himself. have the genetics for a hockey mask and a yes. fucking jumpsuit know. in there I somewhere? I think you're thinking about the biology of this too much. <laughs> just trying to make any sense of this movie whatsoever. Um, yeah. that's those were all of my little. Nice. I've got a few more. Oh please. That, yeah. Um, I think that he did look cool for the two seconds yeah. he's in the movie. He does look cool. Uh, but one of the things is funny because it's like at the same time he's looking cool, they have like this awful ADR of him like breathing. He's just like, <laughs> like at the beginning, I was like, what the fuck? Like you never hear Jason breathe or no. make any noises in any of these. You hear this him one, breathe. Yeah, sometimes. Oh. Hear him breathe just. In this yeah. one, but in this one, he's like, oh, 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 oh. he's making like weird fucking like. He has emphysema yeah, in this he's, one. He's like a smoker. Reason, he's like Daffy Doo. Um, I also couldn't help but notice how awful those fucking credits were at the beginning. Of it. Like the oh. fuck, I know like exactly what Photoshop filters those yeah. were for all those yeah. credits. Like mm-hmm. over the text, it's like this aqua blue, like cheesy yeah. looking steel chrome thing. Yeah. And like, oh God, it's, and then there was like, oh uh, yeah, I, that just brought me back. And, uh. The fucking when like the when Duke says uh, you get uh, he wants five hundred thousand dollars oh, yeah you get the mask the machete the whole damn thing yeah. again quoting a movie that's fucking way better than the oh, movie that we're right. watching it's always, yeah. yeah it's like you're not Quint yeah. stop <laughs> Tony Todd was originally supposed to play that character I guess really yeah. oh man yeah that would have been really cool yeah. also Kane Hodder does have a cameo as himself yes. in this movie it is an amazing mullet. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's, <laughs> that's really all the notes I have for this movie because uh, we've touched a lot. We've really covered a lot of bases of this one. You want to add anything to this, Jeff? Yeah, there was something I wanted to add to this. Um, uh, I can't remember. Shit, I just had it and I forgot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you want to do, like, what did you think of it? What, what, do you, what do you rate this one? So I'm just going to go back to when I was a little kid. I was probably about 12 or 13 when this came out. I wanted to see this movie so freaking bad <laughs> because it was just all over TV back in the day, if uh. you remember it all. Um, 
but my brother wouldn't take me to see it. Aw. So. But I'm glad he didn't because it sucks. <laughs> but he I probably remember... would have liked it as a yeah, kid. I'm yeah, I'm sure he would have loved it. I remember kid. what I was going to say. CR and I watched the unrated version of oh, this, right. which is much better. It's much better. It has a lot more gore in it. Yeah, a lot. The uh, one scene in particular is when the 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 officer who got shot in the head, uh, when he puts the the creature into the talk show host guy. Mm-hmm. He he like melts away. Did do you, did you they're, see they're that melting part? scenes still in that? Yeah, but it, it, it's longer in this. And it? It's really gross. Like his jaw falls off. It does in this one too. Oh, it does. Okay, yep. so maybe they left most of that in there. Yeah, this but, one didn't have the scene you guys were talking about where the two are having sex in the tent. And this oh, one where yes. like the, in this one you can tell he impales her, but like you never see a shot of it. You just see the blood spray all over him, and that's it. Oh, okay. Like, that's, that's all it was. Yeah, that, that um, seems much better in the unrated version. Yeah. So. This, this is fucking nothing. There's, this, I give this a fucking half a star. This gets half a star. This is the lowest I rated out of any of these. This movie is a pile of shit. This is a terrible fucking movie. Yeah, it's fair. What do you give it, CR? I give it a one. I explained in the beginning. Yeah. Um, he looks cool, and obviously Freddy's at the end. That's true. For a brief second. Mm-hmm. So once they defeat him with this weird dagger, all of a sudden this dagger comes into the mix. Yeah, where does the dagger come from? Yeah. Duke had it. Oh, Duke had it. Okay. There's some significance. Yeah, Duke, but... the fucking weird yeah. exposition yeah. fucking enigma. <laughs> <laughs> um, he kills him, and then all these weird beams come out of his chest that are so super CGI'd. And then, um, yeah, an- Jessica animated back, back in the animated day. Back in animated. The day yeah. Yeah. Um, Jessica had to kill him because she was the the bloodline. So mm-hmm. she stabs him with this dagger, and that kills him and this giant beam comes out of the um sky and and shocks him and then it awakens hell jason goes to hell and these this part's really cool i really like the ending Mm. these cool muppet hands come out of the earth and pull him down i think that's really cool i like him being pulled into the ground and the soil covering him that that part is so neat and i think the hands are creepy it reminds me of evil dead in a way evil dead yeah it reminds me of labyrinth and yes Mm. and um and then obviously the very end scene there's just the mask sitting in the the dirt still and freddy's claw comes up and and you hear him laughing and he grabs the mask and pulls it underneath the um the 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 dirt and that part's really cool because that was they were originally supposed to make freddy versus jason right after part nine yeah but then there was this whole rights thing and they couldn't get the rights to this and that and so they filmed part 10 instead and then years after part nine yeah they finally 10 years after they finally filmed um freddy versus versus jason but whose um, hand is uh, freddy's do you know i don't know Canes. It's Canes. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> um, but Jeff was telling me that when he saw this movie, he got really excited. I mean, everybody did because they were like, "Oh shit, are they finally going to film Freddy versus Jason?" And then they didn't for ten years. No, they didn't. Yep. So, I like the ending. I think the ending, him going to hell, is cool, and he, I, I yeah. just, I love the hands and. I like the last five minutes of this movie. Yeah. So that's it. That's what do you give this one, Jeff? Oh, I give us a one and a half. Yeah. Just because I like how Jason looks in it. And K and B did the effects and they're good. So 
Yeah. Jason X. Jason X. Jason X next in the series. <laughs> um, so how many years after part nine does this come out? Eight. This is 2001. Yep. So that's a long time. Who directed it? Jim Isaac. And this one is a shit show. <laughs> that is being generous, yeah. So we just watched this one. But so it's one's still fresh better than mind. nine. It is better than nine, but not by much. <laughs> um, this part, so this this movie, I definitely think there is like 20 extra minutes of come on. I like, fell asleep when we watched yeah, the time. John, did. <laughs> this is the first time John's ever fallen asleep during a movie. So It's usually see hours uh, gig right there. Yeah. Yeah, I fell asleep during eight and it's my favorite one. So, um, so we are in the year 20, 2009, I think it says in the beginning. 2010. 2010. Um, and again, not following part nine at all. We see Jason is locked in this government facility. Fully intact. Yeah. Fully intact. He's <laughs> yeah. not in hell anymore no. like we saw at the end of <laughs> yeah. nine. Somehow he Jason escaped hell and he is now in this government facility in these... The Crystal Lake... Facility. That's right. Yes, it's called the Crystal Lake Research Facility, which they <laughs> they built right on the lake. So it just so happens they knocked everyone's houses down and built their government research facility <laughs> to capture Jason. And he's uh, he's in chains and he's being monitored. And they're discussing whether or not they want to like cryogenically freeze him or to weaponize him. And of course, that goes wrong. He escapes. He kills everyone in this government facility. Um, Besides this one woman, uh, she gets him into like a freezer um, and accidentally freezes herself because he pierces a hole through the um, the door. Yep. And they freeze in this room together. And we flash forward 455 years because apparently killing the six people in this research facility was <laughs> no, it. No there's, one comes looking for There's him. nobody else <laughs> in the government who who ever visits this, this location nope. again. Like, the, Jason kills six people and that's it. There's only six people on the staff. The only, the only people that knew about it was the most top secret fucking experiment ever. And nobody <laughs> ever visits this building nope. again, this warehouse, wherever they are. So no, 455 yeah. years later, these I think they're aliens. They're not from Earth. Um, well, they're they're yeah, they're from Earth. They're yeah. just Are like they? they've been Earth okay. has like been colonized since past. Like, yeah, they colonized other planets at this so point. So these scientists <clears throat> from outer space land on Earth, which is now desolate. Desolate. It doesn't really it looks like the surface of Mars. Basically, yeah. there's no life on it anymore, and um, they find jason frozen and the main character does anyone know her name can we nope. find her name <laughs> um they find them both bring them aboard their ship uh, go, rowan rowan go back up into space and start unfreezing them both and bringing them back to life so now the year is tw- it's like 24 2455 yes um and rowan wakes up and she's like of course what year is it it just reminds me of alien um or aliens. Yep. Um, and they're like, yeah, yada, yada. It's been 455 years. <laughs> and I know. But you're cool. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah. And I noted, I'm like, would you want to be woken up if, if you essentially almost died 
would you want to be woken up and told, hey, you're, you're, everyone you love is gone. You've been asleep for 400 years and your planet is gone. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody lives there anymore. Nope. Oh, and that asshole who, you know, can't die is also on the board, on ship with us. So <laughs> it's just terrible news. And she takes it pretty well for, you know, the worst news you could ever be told. Um, and she's like, wait, you brought Jason on board? And of course they're like, it's, it feels very much like aliens. Um, and the lead <laughs> but professor <shitty. laughs> is like, what? But, but shitty, shitty, yeah. <laughs> and the lead professor is like, yeah, we brought him on board. He's, he's, he's a historical artifact that we want to preserve. And well, he wants to sell him for money. Yeah. Um, she's like, uh, he can survive anything. We've hung him, drowned him, lit him on fire. Everything we do, he can't die. He will kill everyone on this ship. And he's like, no, it's fine. We have everything under control. It's very much like aliens. Mm -hmm. And uh, then, of course, he wakes up and everything is not fine and under control. And he starts killing people on this ship. He does. And, I mean... The best kill to me is the uh, when he sticks her face in the um, liquid nitrogen. Liquid nitrogen. Yeah. Yeah. That and one then is he awesome. Pulls her head out, smashes it on the counter. <laughs> it's the best it kill just... in the whole series, I think. You think so? Yeah. Um, I think I agree. Yeah. Yeah, because it looks fucking cool. Like, it's it's a good one. Because yeah, yeah, they show like he's Very like the way he's moment. holding the hair and like the face is all like mm-hmm. destroyed. Yeah, Crushed. it's fucking cool. Yeah. I love that, and mm. I love the wheelchair kill in part oh, yeah. two. Oh, yeah, that fun. He <laughs> gets the fucking right knife the into stairs. him, and then yeah. he falls down. Yeah, that's definitely up there. Yeah. Spending all that time in cryostasis gave uh, Jason really dry, fucking wispy hair. His <laughs> hair is so... He has, like, a fucking, like, weird yeah. buzz cut or something, and yeah. it's all dry. It looks like bri- like dry just, Brillo pad. <laughs> Especially in, in after nine, how cool he looks! Like he uh, looks so bad in this. He dropped the ball on yeah. how he looks in this man. But it's it's kind of uh, it saves itself because Uber Jason yeah. looks pretty neat. Yeah, it Astronaut does look kind of cool. Yeah, it does. Yeah, Robo Jason. Robo Jason. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then yeah, for like an extended period of time, which kind of all mushed together, he just goes around on the ship killing. All of the occupants. And it's and so boring. It's so boring. It does. I fucking fell asleep. I remember liking it more. Yeah. But it gets a little monotonous, and it's just unimpressive, in my opinion. It's yeah. very. Is it CGI'd? All the yeah. outer outs, uh, like Early space. Early two thousand yeah, yeah. yeah. uh, Early low budget two thousand yeah. CGI. It's not uh, good, and um, by the end. I was just getting irritated and I wanted it to be over. Yep. Or, it, you know, it, by the end, we're all on our phones. Like, and, this needs to be done. Yeah. Uh, you have the android on the ship, too. KM14. Who wants nipples like a real <laughs> like a real woman. <laughs> so weird. Um, she ends up killing uh, normal Jason. Who and, was rejuvenated by the same technology that yeah. brought... A Rowan and Jason back in the first yeah. place. So now he's the most super high tech advanced Jason. He's indestructible. Like a super Shredder. And yeah. um, how did they defeat him in this? I don't even remember. Um, they blast him out of the airlock. Yes. Well, yeah. The the, the guy grabs Jason because yep. he's in the space. Oh, that's and, right. They blow up the space station. Yeah. 
and he's heading towards the ship, and yeah. the guy comes. Oh yeah, up, they blow the up an soldier. entire space station of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like an entire colony <laughs> of people is gone. Just kill a whole colony of people. And yeah. everyone's cool about it. They're like, they talk about it for one second. They're like, all right, yeah. let's move on. They don't seem very distraught about no, it. No, at all. No. Um, the the scene where KM fourteen kills Jason is so cringy. Yo, well. yeah, so the Matrix cringy. outfit. Ugh, uh, so cringy. Was, yep. Yeah. Black leather outfit yeah. with the bullet uh, straps, yeah. oh. making quips the whole time with yeah. like all those like angles from like the Matrix yeah. and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. so bad. Um, stupid wig. Yeah, <laughs> John's old haircut yeah. <laughs> from when he was ten. Right. Remember, the, remember the part with the kid at the beginning of the movie who gets his arm accidentally cut off by Jason in the cryo chamber. Jason accidentally. Jason's frozen. But he has his machete up, mm-hmm. and he falls over in the cryo chamber and cuts the arm off <laughs> yeah. some stupid kid who's there. Later on, the kid gets his arm reattached. Later on, he's playing video games with another guy in a room somewhere and shows up, and the kid has no idea who Jason is. Right. He has fucking no idea who he is. Oh, is this part of the game? He's like, oh, stupid. He fucking cut your arm off. How do you not remember? It happened fucking yeah. like six hours ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like it's yeah. uh, this yeah. movie, yeah. and it's weird. I fell asleep and then I woke up and I still fucking knew exactly what was going on. I don't feel like <laughs> I needed anyone to explain anything that happened no, in the time I missed. Nothing that happens in this movie <laughs> uh, that you need explaining. I mean, so yeah, so that's the end of Jason. He basically um, disintegrates, and and that kind of puts the ten movies to an end because <laughs> Freddy versus Jason. That's a whole different timeline, and so is the remake. So, I mean, yeah. this timeline wraps up well. I mean, he disintegrates in the um, atmosphere. atmosphere of this planet, and um, well, or, actually, or does no. he? Or it's does very he. ambiguous because he, he lands like a comet on this the new two, planet. Yeah, there's the two kids making out. Like Earth, yeah. it yeah. looks like planet Earth, but it's not. It's like some other inhabitable planet. And these two kids are making out, and they're like, "Oh, something just landed in the lake. Let's yeah. go see what it is." Yeah, and, so it's and very they, ambiguous. And they go to, and they, you see the mask, the Uber mask at the bottom of the lake, and you hear, mama. and then that's it. Um, what do you give this one? Um, I go back and forth between a one and a half and a two. Really? I, I give this one a one. I'm right there with you. This also gets a one <laughs> the, for me. The first 20 minutes to a half hour is really interesting. You can't yeah, say it's that's, not. That's true. Because and yeah. until he gets unleashed, and then once he's unleashed, it's it takes so, like 40 minutes of killing and uh, it's just so, like, okay. But yeah. it's really exciting because you love that. Everyone loves that. Okay, she's been awake for 400 years. She wakes up. That's devastating. Everybody loves that. And then she finds out that he's still on board. And then she, you know, that whole, he's going to kill everyone. And they're like, no, he's not. And then he starts. That's fun. It's just like aliens and it's interesting and it's fun. And then it's not. <laughs> It's not. It gets so repetitive and stupid. I didn't fucking like anything. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like any of this. The only thing I really liked was, like I said, the face smash. The face smash is the only thing that gets like a star for me for this this whole movie. Yeah, it's the only thing in this because it's the best kill in the entire series, I think, and it's fucking cool the way it happens. But he looks bad. Like it's so fucking boring and repetitive. And you have any uh, notes? 
No, I literally like the only I had one that said uh, you pass, and I don't even remember why I wrote that because I've already forgotten. This oh, because the, the teacher and the, the student, nipple, the nipple tweaking, the nipple. The That's teacher has right. a kink. The, the teacher has this kink, and he, he gives his student a better grade if she like has kinky sex with him. And he's wearing like a negligee, and she's on top of <laughs> yeah. with like forceps pinching his nipples, yes. and like you pass, you pass. Uh, How could uh, you forget that? Yeah, thank you for reminding me. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> But, uh, um, I ranked all of the movies. Um, so we, I, I have my, my ratings all here. If you want to list, if you want to rate yeah, all of I just them. Wanna, Do you want to start at the beginning and just like yeah. rate, we go from the beginning. Okay. Can I just say one thing? We what? still have to go with the remake, but we'll re, we'll, do you want to rate the original series yeah. first and then we'll do the remake? Yeah. Okay. What? Jeff? Probably get hate for, I don't care. The, the composer of all of these movies, uh, Harry, uh, Manfredi, Friedi, or the hell the fuck his name is. I hate it. Yeah, Except I, I do hate the score. Part all of these. three, three and ten. Ten was fun. Oh, the rocks, rocky thing at yeah. the end. Yes, yeah. Um, but yeah. Part nine, the music is fucking terrible. So silly, makes yeah. no sense. Doesn't go with the the tone of the no, movie at so all. So over the top. So. Um, so my rating is nine is the worst. He's, yeah. So nine, nine is, is bottom of the totem pole. I gave it a one. Seven and five are tied for second worst. I go back and forth with with which is worse because seven's bad. But then remember five? It's your belly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> remember five with the Ugh. pseudo killer and it's not really him. It's oh, that the movie EMT. fucking sucks. Yeah. So that is the picture of the sun in his wallet. That's yeah. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so nine is terrible, and then seven and five are just tied. I gave them both one and a halfs. Um, ten is next. I gave that a two. We all know why. Um, well, do you want to just start at the beginning, just because, like, if we're I'm going, going in my order of worst to best. Okay, I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna order and how I rated them in general. That's just fine. Okay. I'm just telling you my least okay, favorite gotcha. to my most favorite. Gotcha. Um, then part four is also a two. So for me, ten and four are equal twos. Yeah. Um, the first one, the very first one, I give a two and a half. Um, part six is a three for me. Part two is a three for me. And part three is a three for me. So those are all two, three, and six. I enjoy, and they're all kind of on the same level. Very good movies. I'd recommend them. Nice. Um, part eight is a three and a half. Mm. Um, I, I love part eight. And then if we do do the remake and Freddy versus Jason, the remake is like tied with eight for me. I enjoy them fluidly. Okay. And then, of course, my most favorite is Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. So that's my 12 least to most favorite nice. of the franchise. Nice. Um, John, did you want to? Yeah, of- I'll just go uh, in order of like in order of the way they came out. So part one is a one out of five. Part two is a one and a half out of five. Part three is a one and a half. Part four is my favorite one out of all of them, uh, which is a two and a half out of five. Uh, part five, a one and a half. Part six, a two and a half, which probably should be a two if I'm being honest. But it had, did have some fun. But I didn't like it as much as the the fourth one by any stretch of the imagination. So I'm going to just say part six is a two as well. Uh, I'm going to change that. Uh, part seven, a one and a half. Part eight, a two. Part nine, 0.5 out of five. <laughs> and part 
10, Jason X, a 1 out of 5. Damn. And then we'll go into the remake uh, after this. But Jeff, how about you? Oh, Freddy vs. Jason is like a 3.5 out of 5 for me. Yeah. I'll watch Freddy vs. Jason any fucking uh, yeah, time. Same here. I actually um, wanted to end on that, too, because I yeah. think we need to, like... We I did that some, already. Uh, we did, but, yeah. like... I have some like thoughts, some final thoughts, I guess. For, yeah, when we finish, when we do a wrap up, I have some final thoughts on okay. that because yeah. Uh, I'll just say my my favorite out of the series is four and six. So uh, the, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I, I never need to watch part one again. It it was iconic for the time, but it, it's it's not good anymore. So, and then part, I, I don't even know how to put them in order. It's just part. That's fair. Four and six. No, so, or um, my favorites after rewatching this now so let's briefly touch on the remake no. i don't want to go too much into no. this just for time yeah um remake came out in 2009 do we know who it was directed by yeah it was the same director did the texas chainsaw remake i can't remember off the top of my head okay which is funny because they have i they have the same feel yeah i feel like they look the same they do they right yep they look the same they're very much the lighting, everything just looks the same. So I can, it's funny that you say that. Yep. Um, I can see that. Um, I like the remake a lot. Um, I feel like we have some really good kills in the remake. We do. Um, um, what is his origin in the remake? John? Since you just watched it. Uh... It, it's, it's kind of its own storyline. Not where... really. It's kind of takes bits of certain ones and like meshes them together. Uh, he did drown, but he yeah. didn't actually die, and he's been hiding out in the woods this whole time, plotting his revenge. Yeah, he's. It's more of like a hills have eyes kind of thing going on in this one. Um, well, no, because he's not a mutated cannibal. But like the way he, like the way they treat him, it's like he's like a fucking redneck hillbilly living in the fucking woods somewhere, and it's like he's like living in his childhood home where he lives with his mom, and like he's still got her head in there and stuff. Like these I, teenagers come to the lake, and I'm the wrong person to talk about this because I didn't like it. So like they're having sex and partying, yeah, and then the he thing. starts picking them off in this house at night, and um. He kidnaps one of them and keeps her. No, the whole. All right, the whole premise of the movie is one of the girl. Like, it, there's two separate timelines in this one. There's like the the part. The first part of the movie starts off with a group of kids going out into the woods. They're gonna camp out. They all get killed except for one girl who gets taken. Everyone thinks she's dead. Her brother is going to look for her, which takes place like six weeks later, and. Because his mom had died of cancer, the, the sister was taking care of her. She doesn't come back. She misses the funeral. Like then she goes missing because she was supposedly Jason killed. Jason captured her because she looks like right. A young, his mother. He keeps his her mother. chained up in his fucking basement yeah. and like, what is he feeding her food? Like, it, yeah. like it's so fucking stupid. Um, and like, it's not though because <sighs> if you think about. One and two, he loves his mom and anything that even remotely looks like her, he attaches himself to and thinks, oh my God, this must be her. But like, why would you chain her up then? Like, because there's a subconscious part of him that knows it's not her and that she wants to run away. Because what what he saw his mother got beheaded when at at the, you know, in 1980. So I didn't... But whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, that's kind of my thoughts on all of these, honestly. But, like, 
I, I hated the way he looked in the remake. I thought he looked See, so I love it. bad. I love it. I love how he. And looks. I hated the way he moved. He he didn't like have a menace. He was like so he didn't he like that's why it reminded when you said the same director of Texas Chainsaw. Like to me, it's like the guy just might as well have been Leatherface. Like he feels like a completely different character. He's not like that slow moving, no. silent menace. He's like a. He runs. He's, and he's running, and he feels more like a, a backwoods hillbilly than he does an undead like slasher, like he is in all of the other Jason movies. It doesn't even feel like Jason, um, which is weird because again, like I'm not a fan of these, but noticing like the difference between the characters, like it was so obvious to me. It just didn't feel like the same thing at all. Uh, but like all the all the regular beats were there, like the the, the sex, the drugs, the, uh, the fucking partying in the woods, yada yada. Like all that's there, beat for beat, but um, we don't need to summarize. The yeah, whole yeah, there's no, it's the same fucking thing. It's just you know they they remade it and it it's shot really well. It's really well made. Uh, there's some like I don't know like like I enjoy it because it feels scary to me. I like him as a character. I think running Jason is fucking terrifying, and uh, he's so powerful in this movie. There's no fucking fighting him. He's just he feels like a monster. So I do like that. Uh, the brother, the, the guy who plays that girl's brother who gets uh, kidnapped is the kid from supernatural. Mm-hmm. He's one of the brothers from supernatural. And like uh, in real life, he's a giant dude. He's like six, five or six, seven or something like that. So the part where he uh, fights Derek, Jason, Derek Mears. Is, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like, I like where the, when he fights Jason, like they're, they're both like kind of the same size. So like, I thought that was kind of fun. Cause he actually does go toe to toe with him for a little bit. Yeah, Derek Mears plays Jason in the remake, who was one of the nicest, famous people i've ever met we've met him a couple times yeah he's great he's yeah. very nice but um so he fights a dude I, from supernatural i yeah. give the remake like three and a half. <laughs> oh well uh, i, I enjoy uh, yeah. it as much as part eight what about you i give it a three i, I like it um go ahead I, I have one one little uh go ahead fun yeah, fact. Yeah, what, yeah, what one is little fun got? fact about it um so the character trent in this movie is is played by a actor named uh, Travis uh, Travis Van Winkle, who he also is in the 2007 Transformers movie. Oh, really? And he also plays he plays Trent in that movie, and he also plays Trent in the Friday the Thirteenth movie. So essentially, he's the same character. So Transformers is in the same universe as Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> <laughs> and also, didn't Nick tattoo? Um... Oh yeah, he, uh, Arnland. Um, Nick tattooed one of the actors. One of the actors movie. in the movie. Yeah. That's cool. Yep. So. Neat. What do you give this, John? Uh, this one's a, a two for me. I didn't. I didn't like it. Uh, one of my notes is actually generic as fuck. Uh, and then best boobs in the whole series in this <laughs> one. But that's it. That's it. That's all I remember from this one at all. Like, like I like the like. There's I didn't. I just didn't give a fuck. It felt like. Like all the characters were like modernized to support the tropes of now, yeah. Versus like the eighties and like when and, like the seventies and stuff. But like, it's it's, I don't know. I guess like that shtick just like that shtick is just so fucking hard to make work because you don't give a fuck about any of the characters, which is kind of why like I want to end the like I, I do want to end like one of my final thoughts on like Freddy vs Jason because that movie manages to take like. After watching both of these series, like we've watched fucking Nightmare on Elm Street now and we've watched all Friday the 13th. I will never watch 
any of these ever again. <laughs> I know you ever. love Freddy versus Jason and yeah. you say it all the time because it summarizes both franchises perfectly. Yeah. I feel like the remake, the 2009 remake, summarizes Friday the 13th perfectly. It feels the same as Freddy versus Jason. It summarizes everything. You learn everything about Jason in this movie that you need to know. I, I disagree yeah. because it. I feel like it's Jason's not the same character at all. He's more of a backwoods fucking serial murderer than he is anything else in this one. And like, whereas Freddy versus Jason manages to take like the what lumber, Jason yeah. is, they're lumbering kind of yeah, right. and just makes like the best version of it in yeah. in a way that like I I don't know why that movie works for for two franchises that I fucking hate. I hate all of these movies, right. and like Freddy versus Jason like manages to take both characters and like just really get down to what they are just like what they are and put them in a situation with the other characters. You actually like, like the other characters because like the story around it is good. And like, it just takes those two monsters and mashes it up in a way that makes fucking sense Yeah, and makes like, and is actually like, it's both fun and like interesting and, I don't know, like that. It's it to me. It's like I think it's a miracle that that movie works as well as it does in general. Yep. But especially the fact that I hate, I hate all of these movies so much. It's like twenty <laughs> movies. Like I hate all of them so much. But like that movie really does manage to capture the essence of what they are and just fucking. Yeah, it just puts it there. And yeah, or it, it just works. For it, some it's reason. weird that a movie yeah. that is like a, a fucking mashup movie or like a like a mon- like a monster mashup movie is better than the sum of its parts. Like, it's so fucking weird to me that it's better... It managed to be a better movie than any of them in any of their series individually, I think. Right. I feel, um, because of how quickly those movies came out in the 80s, there wasn't time to develop anything with... There was time to develop the character in within the movie, but nothing ever crosses over into... The other movies, really. I know what you mean, but like you know, where like look at like part nine. That's like right. five years, four or five years after the one before it, and like yeah. Jason X is like fucking like eight years. Yeah, like so you got some time there. Like, well, yeah, but the budget wasn't there, and I think New Line when creating Freddy vs. Jason because Freddy vs. Jason was in development for like 10 years. Yeah. It, it was just, it's amazing. It's as good as it is for something right. that had as many problems as it did. And so many scripts too. Yeah. There's so many scripts to that movie, yeah. which is insane. I think we talked about that at one point, but yeah. So it, so it just encapsulate both movies, franchise movie franchises very well. Yeah. Honestly, if you never seen Friday the 13th or not, Man on the street, you would be like, Oh, okay. Yeah. You get, you, you, get, you understand yeah. everything the you first need to understand. Five minutes of yep. the movie, you understand what, yeah. The, the narration of Freddie at the very beginning of Freddie vs. Jason. Yep. So, all right. Are we able to wrap this up? You think? I think so. What are you guys' like final thoughts on this experiment? You guys love both of these. You drag me into this hell <laughs> and I want to know what you think so, after revisiting them after whenever the last time you watched all of them was. So I feel like the last time I rewatched all of them, we both rewatched all of them mm. three years ago around Halloween. Um, we actually watched one through eight and then we stopped cause you didn't want to watch nine and 10. <laughs> um, but after doing this again, Jeff seems more cynical about the series and he is talking more shit about it. He's like, oh, I don't never need to watch these movies again. I know that they're garbage, but I would still do this again in a heartbeat in a couple of years from yeah. now because it's it's nostalgic. Oh, I I agree. I would watch 
uh, like especially I, I'm gonna go back to the Shout Factory Blu-rays. They're fucking beautiful looking. It's they, a great remit. Great all the transfers are amazing. Yeah, tr- great uh, and, and it's just fun. I like the story, even to, if there are parts of the movies that are really boring. Yeah. I just I like the character. Yeah. I like <laughs> the timeline. I just yeah. I know some of the I'll I'll skip some of the movies, but yeah. I I'll never I will never say that I'm never gonna watch any of these movies again. Maybe five. I hated five. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. I like five is bad. I love Jason. He's such a staple. I mean, we had him on as our wedding cake topper. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I, I love him too. I love him way more. I fucking can't stand the Halloween series and I am not a big fan of Michael Myers. <laughs> I'm Jason glad because is, I, I I couldn't I could not yeah, do no, that. I no. could not do that. He loves Halloween. I do like Halloween. Uh, I couldn't do that myself. <laughs> Sorry guys. That's all right, man. We're gonna do yourself. that in the future. <laughs> no, we don't have to do any of those if you don't want to, so but um, I don't think I could. I don't have yeah. it in me. This I, fucking this, this I, took yeah. like last. Wa- watching these again on because of the transfers were so amazing. Yeah. I felt like I was watching the movies for the first time again. I was excited to watch them all, even the shitty ones. Yeah. Um, would I do it again? Not anytime soon. I, to me, I I'd never want to watch part one ever again in yeah. my life. I've seen it. See, I enjoy it. I've seen it so many times. In the I last love Kevin five Bacon. Years. I can look at young Kevin Bacon <laughs> all day, every day. He's just a handsome lad. <laughs> we should watch Footloose then. We should. I've never seen Footloose. Oh, oh my god! We watch it. We <laughs> it's, so Bacon. It's, <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so dumb. It's the epitome of Kevin Bacon it, yeah. in the eighties. Um, yeah, I mean, my retrospective of the series, I like it. Yeah, I still like it. I love it. I love Jason. Um, yeah, I so. love it too. Yeah. John hates it. We know this. We know. Yeah, I fucking hate it. And like yeah. I'm so excited for our next done? episode where we can just watch I, <laughs> something I, different. Yeah, I think aren't you guys giving me carte blanche on that one? Is that what we agreed on? What or? We did. Yes, Cr said he can pick all four movies. No, no, no. The subject matter to what we the next thing is going to be. Okay, I also wouldn't mind giving him oh, two fine. of the four. That's fine. You I'll, can I'll completely yeah. choose two of the four, and you can choose the theme. Yeah. Two. So we'll have to follow the thing. Nice. So do that. That right? makes me happy. Good. That, that's fucking... Yeah, don't choose anything like fucking Dawn Breaks Behind the Eyes, though. <laughs> oh, I'm, fuck I'll, that. I'll fucking... I suffered with you guys just as bad on that one. <laughs> fucking kicked in the nuts. Yeah, that was rough. Yeah. All right, thank you guys for listening to our longest podcast ever. It's an hour yeah. and a half. It was fun. Um, And thank you for listening to us talk about these 12 wonderfully awful movies. Yep. So... <laughs> Any last, uh, uh, you want to link yourself or? Uh, yeah. Uh, just before, just before I do that, I just want to say like, I'd be I'm very curious to hear what other people think. Like if, mm. if you fucking like agree, if you disagree, like what are your favorite, like of these movies? Like I, again, like this is, I, I know I'm in the minority here. I just, I fucking hate these, but I know so many people like them, but I want to know after like watching these, why you like them. I find it interesting to have these kind of conversations. I like doing this because I'm not trying to change your opinion. I just like that you guys go in with a fresh set of eyes and are willing to like have a conversation about it, especially with me, who's as biased as I am. So like, I think that that's part of the fun. I wish that you would, had liked some of them. I know, the I fourth know. one. I, I did enjoy the fourth one. I do. I do enjoy. I think the fourth one is the best out of all of them. Like a the, lot of people say that. Really? A lot yeah. of people love part four. Yeah. It just it the fourth one just I don't know. It's got like the right mix. I think of everything. But um, 
Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there's about 25 people that listen to this re- religiously. <laughs> so, it, yeah, just... It, yeah, we always have a small audience of people listening. It's yeah. always like 25 to 30. <laughs> and, if, and if I'm just throwing this out there, if you go to, to anchor.fm, to the Horrorhams page... Uh, there's a way to leave us a, a voice message. So if you, oh, that's if, neat. if anybody has any opinions about the series or anything like that, just we leave us a voice them. message. And we'll yeah, play we can it include it in the episode. Yeah. yeah. Or, so. you know, comment when we do comment on our Facebook, page. when we do yeah. post it, yeah. cause we want to know your rankings of all of these yeah. movies. That'd be fun. It's interesting yeah. to see the different opinions on these movies. Yeah. I'd be very curious, like, especially like having a fresh set of eyes on these, like this was hard. I thought this was <laughs> this was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do is sit through all of these. It was fucking tough. I feel like the movies we watched <laughs> before the Friday the 13th series, those yeah. were absolute garbage. Yeah, that la- yeah, that was rough. I'm glad we had smile at least to keep that yeah. keep that going, but um yeah. Let's hope for actual good movies. Like this these are cheesy, trashy. Mm. I'm hoping next episode is like Fuck, this is a good movie. I am yeah. so, so please choose wisely. fucking excited for uh, that Evil Dead sequel. Oh, remake that's sequel. not until like May. Though. I know. Like I'm, I'm, I'm already getting like ahead of myself on that one, though. But I'm, yeah. that trailer is amazing. All right. But thank you guys for listening. And this was episode 33. And that concludes our Friday the 13th franchise <laughs> dive. <laughs> and <laughs> since this will be posted on the 13th, happy the... F- Happy Friday the 13th from all of us here at Horror Hams. Thank you. Spooky.